that's where we're going. Plodding along since 2018. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Papa Jesus. I think it's episode 104. Plodding along, we shall. Um, thank you to all that tune into the show. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe to Papa Jesus. Catch us on Gareth PGH on Instagram um, if you want to hit us up. But Carlos, Ator Carlos Diego Pereira III, my trusty co host and producer. How are you doing, bro? I am knackered, bro. Even me. Even me. This yeah. is going to be a, a, a nice, chilled, slow your roll episode. But I guess we'll probably ramp things up as we go along. Yeah, man. I mean, like uh, you said that you had a pretty like hectic weekend. I also had a pretty hectic weekend. So what did you get up to this weekend, man? Well, dude, you know, this weekend was the first time I felt somewhat like normal. Completely normal. You really? know, barring... Yeah, I mean, I haven't really gone out much and I, I try to avoid you know places and you know I've, I've been a bit anal with this whole fucking situation you know yeah. that but um so you know i just i got over it you know and uh so i was like you know i'm gonna start introducing myself back into society and doing these things because i've i've been seeing friends and you know gradually you know um getting comfortable and then now now I'm, i went out literally the whole weekend look I, I did my best to be as safe as possible but um i had a blast dude mm. it was i would say it was probably the best weekend i've had this year well that doesn't say much <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> oh you had a wedding yeah this weekend and there was a other no no no. no but the wedding is a single yeah um you know yeah. i mean the the wedding was amazing I, yeah. I really thoroughly enjoyed it but there were lots of responsibilities and, and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff but this, this is nice the first weekend i felt completely free and yeah, was able you. to go do this, go do that. And then from there to there and this to that. And it was sick. Is it? I had, a, a, and I, I think I got it kind of off my chest and now I can chill out again for a bit. Oh, really? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to just overdo it. You know, no. one weekend's cool. A couple of weekends, I don't know, but it was rad. I mean, I went to a couple of restaurants, uh, even went to a bar. What? Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's always rad to have like a week. I mean, it's rad to have a weekend full stop, but uh, to have like a, a cool weekend, especially these times, and even though you're trying to be as as uh, safe and cautious as you can, you can't really be a hundred percent. Otherwise, just stay at home for the rest of your life by yourself. You know exactly. But that that's the conversation I've been having with myself for a very long time. Because I mean, I'm you know I'm vaccinated, yeah. all that kind of shit um my parents are all the people that are on my close you know knit situation are as yeah, well yeah. and um so that gives me that kind of back in my mind it's like it uh, you know it, it's not going to be so bad if it if it does happen yeah you yeah know? yeah man but yeah like i said it's good to have a weekend every now and again yeah you feel rad yeah dude it was it was great but um how what was yours well, why you? Because we we probably knackered for different reasons. I'm knackered for a totally different reason. Well, my weekend actually started on uh, Thursday. Mm. After work, went to Soundcast Studios to have rehearsal with three more white guys. Mm -hmm. Friday had a rehearsal with three more white guys. Saturday morning drove to Morisburg. Where's that? That's like almost two hours away, past Malkpur Strand, past. 
those places. Wow, down the west coast. Yeah, eh? past Darling, all that stuff. We went to Mauriceburg. Jeez. Because uh, a mate of ours, Craig Waring, also known as Craig Warpig, if you're a friend of his on Face Crack. Recent new um, sub. Oh. I recognize it. Thanks for the sub, Craig. Hey, Craig, yeah. It's excellent. So we went so, um, we went to his bar restaurant vibe and we set up and we played there with like, I mean, and we just like rock and roll and stuff like that and it was, it was cool it was it was like about 15 people there all them, them having their dinner and stuff and some old people and some young people and then like after the show we were just jamming like anton would just be playing guitar and singing by himself and then i played drums and then we played like uh um a Johnny Cash track and then the old people started lung uttering and then we just played like covers of stuff that we could remember. It was not like anything we rehearsed. So they were like dancing and having a good time. And then once we packed up and then we went to Craig's place because we were staying over at his place at like intense. <laughs> so we were intense. And then I got to my tent at two in the morning and for some reason that night in Morrisburg they had an all nighter rave. Like, oh wow! Which must have been quite close because it was loud. All the roosters you... were going off till, and they went till about nine in the morning. It was just this blasting music in the background. I, <laughs> I could barely sleep, and then packed up, and then I left Mauriceburg, went back to my place, dropped off my kit, picked up my electronic kit, and then I went to uh, Meadowridge for a Dead Beats rehearsal. And then I got home and then I messaged you, we're going to do this on Sunday. And you go, like, oh, race. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then oh, I watched yeah. the race and then I went to bed. I was boarding hot, put the fan on my face and I just conked out and I struggled to wake up this morning. Dude, it's so funny how, how you, yes. you were like, no, it works better for me. I love that dedication though because you were willing to still do it. Meanwhile, I forgot and I was like, oh shit, I forgot to talk to Art and tell him that we can't <laughs> do seven because seven is the Grand Prix. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and yeah. we know we're both not going to miss that. No, especially not. at this stage. In not the season, at all. But no. we'll talk about that in the, in the, yeah. in the sports update. No, but I, I, I can't, I can't, yeah. you know, drop. Okay, all but this you, stuff. you had a pretty, I mean, doesn't it feel nice and normal? Like, as I was saying, to go do those things and play gigs and it was you had rad. a double what, what, double gig yeah it was it was rad to it was rad to do it um especially like a road trip kind of vibe packing my car literally not a single bit of square centimeter space left my car was filled with drum and music and pa gear just full and the two of us we cruised there and cruised back stopped off at the wimpy on the way because oh, that's yes. what you do i also had a wimpy breakfast this weekend myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't go wrong well you can but you can't yeah, go wrong yeah but you could but jared it's, does does jared hates whiskey i mean not whiskey, whiskey uh wimpy well not people jeez i mean i could talk forever about wimpy about why people hate it and why people are like okay with it but the reason why people love it is literally nostalgia because it tasted the same when you were two years old yeah, but it, what? it tastes so good, though. It must be nostalgia because it tastes exactly the same for me yeah. as when I was a little wee one, no taller than the knee of a... You know what that means? Just lots of sugar. <laughs> yeah, but like my, my grandmother used to look after us when we were still living in Pretoria and she would take us to Wimpy and it tastes exactly the same then as it does now. It's like it familiar. It's, it's like a security blanket. I got to agree with you right there, Rue. But like, it's... Yeah, and also, maybe that's what it is. Like, after a little bit of a night... A little bit of a hangover. All you want is comfort food, and the best comfort food you could think of is a layer is those of grease. Years back in the day, where you woke up and you went to Wimpy with your parents, because I mean, yeah. we did that for years, and every, I couldn't. I looked forward to every single Sunday. We would go shopping. I'd go shopping with the parents, 
And there's at every shopping center, there's a wimpy. So they would take me to wimpy and we'd go have a wimpy, wimpy breakfast. It was amazing. Yeah, dude. Amazing how we it. went from gigging to wimpy. But yeah, that's... Wimpy is road trip food, dude. Yeah, exactly. You have to go to wimpy when you go on a road trip. Totally. Every time I've done a road trip to play a show like Joburg or anywhere, we would stop at wimpy. It's like the rule. And in a lot of places as well, there's a steers next to a wimpy. Yeah. I don't know if they're in business together. I don't think so. But steers are wimpy. Uh, wimpy. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Now, you'll have a lot of people that say, steers. no way, wimpy steers all the way. Yeah. Now, like, listen, I enjoy a steers. But the thing is, I remember when steers opened up in Cape Town. This was a long time ago. One of the first ones was in Maynard, Maynard Mall. Yeah. Weinberg went there and they were amazing and then they just kind of like tapered off over the years and now they're at like a level where it's pretty much just a sauce sandwich now jeez you know it's just it's just like cake with yeah. sauce and, and and it's it's good but yeah I used to enjoy the steers only at 2am on the corner at Claremont Engine there after a big night in, on the jaw yeah and we used to get like obviously we'd order steers there because it was the Ubers would stop there and yeah. all that shit. I don't even know if Uber was around there. I'm no, just, I don't think so. I'm, you know, just throwing that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my point is Wimpy supersedes. Was it like that? Wimpy eh, eh, steers. Yes, definitely. I and there we go. We 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 agree on that for sure. Um, and it's you know what I I always have all gold in my um. Yeah. No, but listen. Yeah, I'm, list, I'm, list, I'm listening. <laughs> no, I always have all gold um, in my in my fridge that everybody else uses when they come here and have their um, buri rolls or whatever. And I've got the wimpy sauce that I buy as well next to each other. Dude, are we brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, you can't have French fries, basically. I mean, you can re recreate your wimpy experience by just having the tomato sauce. Make... Dude, Try, there, there's nothing like having a tomato sauce that's got nothing to do with tomatoes whatsoever. <laughs> yes, and more to do with vinegar. Yeah. Because there's lots of vinegar in there. I can have Wendy, Wimpy's tomato sauce and mustard, but I can't have all gold. Okay, or I, McDonald's. I, no, or I, I don't mind. barbecue sauce. I don't mind any of the, the tomato sauces or ketchup, as they yeah, call it I'm in I'm not America. a ketchup fan. But I like Heinz. I like, I don't mind all gold, but... Wimpy's my favorite. You know what? I think I, I think they are phasing out Simba tomato chips. Why? What, like it, the Mexican chili? And no, no, just the Simba tomato chip, the red one. Oh, yes, yeah. Sim, the That's bag. a nice one. I don't think they're going to make that anymore. Obviously, it wasn't selling well. Why? I was buying all of it. Well, maybe you just one of the very small. Um, yeah, but it's such a, ba such a bummer. If you want, the only, the only thing tomato to get now is Fritos. But can't hate Frida tomato. No, Fritos. but like I love I love Simba tomato, but now it's looks like it's been replaced with Chakalaka, which is rad. But I'm I've I tasted that. I think I don't. There's only oh geez, something just flew in my. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing with uh, the Simba chips, I like the salt and vinegar. Yeah, I like the Mexican chili. Yeah, um, and I like smoked beef. Yeah, I haven't had uh, that in a while. Missing one, but the rest, the like the chakalakas, the biltongs, the they mm. taste so synthetic. Yeah, um, yeah, I get you. 
but I kind of like the chakalaka. I don't like the my favorite simple ones is is like you. It's the salt and vinegar. I do like the chakalaka. It's not my favorite. The tomato is my favorite. And they are nice. Though, the, the chutney one is cool. You suck the tomato ones. Yeah, dude. You get all especially the, when it's just solid red. The, yeah, you get all the powder off first. And then mm, you, I'm just gonna cream. <laughs> uh, the the chutney one. I like the chutney, but if I if I use my scale of how good a chip is, is if I can eat a whole bag by myself. It like uh um the chutney one. I can only have half before like I'm done. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like that's like. The other ones I can just munch it, but I might not enjoy it. I don't. I've never been a big beef fan. Uh, cheese and onion, I'm not so huge on. Jared, once again, also he likes the cheese flavor. I, I think that is the worst flavor of the lot. Really? Yeah, I don't like. The I cheese think flavor. cheese works if you got like a badass dip to go with it. But like on its own, fair, it's, it's like fair yeah, point. But yeah. I still would not buy it. No, my, I I was only buying tomato and salt and vinegar, and now they're taking my precious tomato away and i have to go to no, but i mean listen is is that really true though i i've heard it from a few people i don't know if it's true fuck my 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 sources are just people because <laughs> it's also maybe stores just don't stock it because they could also produce less of i've gone i've checked spa here i've checked uh willie sometimes has uh i checked a f- Pick and pay, checkers, none of them have. Yeah. All yeah. gone off the face of the planet. Crazy. And I keep forgetting to research on the internet, you know, because I'm busy during the day. Crazy. Another can I tell you another thing that I picked up what? Um, recently? Um I've been swapping between going picking uh, between pick and pay and spa. Yeah. Um there's something I've realized every single time I go to either pick and pay yeah. or spa. Whenever I go to pick and pay, Everybody's so miserable. Everyone who works there. Yeah. And then every single time I go to spa, yeah. the people recognize you, they greet you, they're smiling, they're joking, they are so happy. And they, for the most part, have ne- I've never had a bad experience with staff there. And you're talking about the two that's over the here. Two, yeah. 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 And you go to pick and pay and they... Literally, I have to agree, eh? This pick and pay is just so sucks. miserable. They're yeah. like, it's ma- it may be management style. Uh, I definitely think it's that, man. It yeah. Ha- it, that's the only reason why. It's crazy, dude. And I, I mean, I was just like, I went to spa after I went to pick and pay because they didn't have something I wanted. Went and got something I wanted. And I just noted a signal. And, and obviously, I'm not going on one person. I'm going on track record and something that I've experienced, you know, as as time has, has gone on and I've always said it to myself, but it's the first time I've actually told someone that, that you've noticed, every single yeah. time I go to the different store, people are always miserable at the one spot and then the other spot, everybody's so jovial and happy. I wonder if it's the altitude difference because they're higher up by a couple of <laughs> Yeah, they're getting less <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got dense air. They're, they're, they're getting uh, less downforce. <laughs> yeah, less downforce. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Brazil syndrome yeah yeah, yeah exactly. totally dude. yeah well um, uh, mexico syndrome yes yeah yeah but it has it has to be it has to be a management thing i mean with that with a job like that i can only imagine how shit it would work if how shit no, it would be to work the same there. job they're doing the same job that's the thing yeah but uh, can you imagine how shit it would be to do a job like that and your boss is giving you hell all the time no no, no for sure like, no yeah. no 100 percent. but but what i'm but that but Exactly, it may be the the 
management issue because it, but it's also the people. If you're just a generally happy person, you maybe wouldn't let so certain things get to you like that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that, but yeah. the people at Spa are just far more jovial for some reason. Probably because they are busier. and Maybe it's a training thing as well. But I'm also not half joking about being a high level because Spa is on the ground floor. They, they feel that they can escape at any time. But if they pick a pay, yeah. they've got to take a lift or get in the car and uh, go down yeah. the thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's got to be some psychological <laughs> thing about working on a ground floor versus yeah. working like you know three floors up. There uh, must be something to that. Listen, let's research it and we'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah, there must be some study. Um, uh, working on the ground floor makes you huh, happy. How your floor can impact your health and happiness. Well, that's hilarious, bro. But um, <laughs> speaking of things that we may or may not buy um, ever again. This is a little segment we like to call Beer of the Week. What do you got for this week's Beer of the Week? Well, I went to go hunt and I was looking for something and I got this. It's from a brewery called Mad, Mad Giant. Giant and it's called Killer Hop. And uh, the reason why I picked it is because the graphic on the front yep. is a skull ring on a fist and it's a pale ale. Um Mercy buckets. Mercy buckets, baby. Let's and go. And then uh, I can't read any of this text because it's black on red. So Wait, fuck let it. me see. Are you colorblind? No, I just can't read black on red because it, that's not what you do with okay. design. Oh, 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 geez. Okay, that's a, a 0.25 of a point down. But we can't do 0.25. So <laughs> five, <by laughs> find 5. another 0.25. But then again, if you... What? I mean, okay. that yeah. That's a design flaw. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe they're not... They're trying not to make it so eligible. I don't think... I th it's more... It's more, more legible. Than, legible. It's more look rather than actual, you know... So it goes Function. explosive and tasty with four types of aromatic hops and a touch of malt, a refreshing burst of tropical flute, fruits, hops, barley and wheat, water and yeast, unpasteurized, keep refrigerated. And it's quite nice that they stamped the best before because remember, every single time we have a beer of the week, you're like, is it yep. expired? And no, it's not. 2022. So and then on the side, you say, slay it. So mediocrity is the monster you are the hero this is your weapon you know what to do what drink and okay. drive what the fuck are you trying to say you know you could have got me to read that without looking so nerdy with your phone but cheers <laughs> i'm um, the nerdy one with the phone yeah. <laughs> okay where's the where, oh, oh, shit. where's the glasses no but it's fine don't worry about it nah, fuck the glasses uh, apologies mike cubic the creator of the mike cubic scale or the namesake of the mike cubic scale so let's give it a drive by Ooh. That smells quite nice. That smells very, very fruity. That's for very damn fruity, sure. very nice, very much down my alley. This is going to be a headache, headache monster. Mm. How much percentage does this have? Five, five percent. Okay. Oh, oh. What? That's good. Oh, really? That's five percent. That's good. That's good. How's it on the price scale? Obviously, don't mention the. Dude. This wasn't that much more than SAB breweries as well. Ooh, that's nice. You know what? I like this too. The And forgive me, I haven't had it in a while. Yeah. Very much 
It gives me a hint of like the Devil's Peak first light. Yes. Something, it tastes very similar to that. But it's got more blockhouse in it as opposed to first light. Have You know, mm. so if you get a first light and you throw a little bit of blockhouse flavor in it. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, that's the, that's the craft beer that I pretty much drink the most because they're decently priced and they sell in six packs. I must say that with this, I don't think I would have another. Not for the reason that I said before where, like, uh, if I have one, I've had enough. It's like this smells different to how it tastes. And um, do you know what? It's got a sour aftertaste that hits the back of your your tongue there a bit but um it's quite malty i find and it's this is supposed to be a pale ale i like it mm. um also just another thing is i for, i mean i completely um i was responding to something that you said i can't remember what you said now you were probably <laughs> talking about how pretty i am or something <laughs> that too yeah cool um but I can't remember what I was saying, but it, it's you said you wouldn't buy it again. You would only have one or two. Um, no, you, you, you said Blockhouse some stuff. And I said like the previous time with Mike that... Uh, you know the King's Blockhouse from, from Devil Speak though? Yeah. Yeah, I've, a, yeah, I had it uh, this weekend. Man, I was, it was, my point was poignant. Mm. But I've, I, it has escaped me. If it comes back to me, I'll let you know. Sorry. Um, no, 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 it's fine. No, no, no. But... I, I I like the, Oh, that's what I was going to say. You white. know what I don't like? What? A pet peeve of mine is when you smell a... A fruit. A, no, no, no. When you smell a, a bottle top of a beer, you're trying to smell whatever. That's why I, probably why Mike says you Put need it pour in it a glass. glass. Yeah. Because all I can smell is the metallic... Oh, uh, from the cap. The, from the cap. I, I don't know if I smell that. I honestly can't tell you. Anyway. All I know is that when you cracked it open, there was a very fruity smell. And then when I took a sip, I didn't taste any of it. I, I'm I'm getting mad flavor from Mad Giant, Killer Hop, right here. Um, all right, so let's just go to your my cubic scale rating out of five. Three, three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a solid four. No. Oh. Yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. I, and I would drink plenty of them. I drink maybe three. This feels like you know, then they could get a bit much. Yeah, you know? I I I like this as well. It's just a bit it it's a bit heavy for me. I think it might be quite. I think it's rather malty for me. But um, mm, I I'll, like I'll this. be able to enjoy one, but I won't be like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. And then you know, and, and it's not like if I had to go out and buy a beer, it's not. This is the one I wouldn't wow. buy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, but I do enjoy it. I think it tastes good. Um. It's just a bit too multi for me. Mm. That's anything. Also, when we have some time, we we need to get that graphic going with all the beers we've tasted so far. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so that'll be sick. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so that's a seven 10. out of ten. Solid seven out of ten for the Mad Giant Killer Hop L. Good mm. choice this week. Great um, the, artwork. Brown bottle. No um, deposits on the bottom of the bottle, bro. I just think it's pretty cool. It's pretty hip. I like the fist with the with the green knuckle, uh, yeah, the, the green ring, yeah, the, the skull deep ring. pink with the green yeah. and the white it works really nice. It reminds me of like, yeah, it's Miami Styles, baby. Yeah, but there's no deposits on the bottom either. 
it's totally clean and crisp. And yeah, and hey, th- that's even get gets a four point five. And it's even keeping its fizz. But I'm keeping that's it a four point five. Okay, so seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, look clean as day. Oh, and I don't like the yeah, that, that, stuff. that throws me off. You know what? Someone needs to. I mean, we we need to get Mike on and tell us what the hell that is. Uh, it's probably I, just yeast and yeah, like, it must be all that stuff, mate. And it's probably just not distilled because yeah. the more you distill it, the more you're yeah. taking away. So it's almost like a balance. I would think that the more you, like you got to find this yeah. balance between over distilled and undistilled to get like the optimum flavor. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, are you gonna be Smack fast in the straights or fast in the corners? That kind of thing. Smack a smile on. Yeah. No, I'm saying, telling you right now, smack a smile. <laughs> because that's the that's the uh, slogan for Mad Giant. Good job, Mad Giant. That was cool. Th- this is a nice beer. I really like this. I do enjoy it, but I won't buy it if I only could pick one. Wow, that's nice. It would that's be nice. Vintage Draft still. Yeah. No, we, 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 we've had that conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, good job this week on mm. Beer of the Week. I really like that. Yeah, I um, like it as well. This is how we do things around here. Oh, shit. So, in terms of what you got, the only thing that, that I've got mm. is I've been seeing lots of gigs popping up here. Boom, boom, boom. People are getting ready. I mean, it's also a weird time of year in the sense that a lot of people are away and a lot of people are, um, you know, traveling i suppose it is the festive season so things get booked and you know venues yeah. book artists and whatnot yeah but it's i'm starting to see a serious uptick which is cool yeah and i've been monitoring the numbers as well let's not mention that but like no and everything's kind of stayed exactly the same yeah i mean i'm even with the deadbeats we're playing at toy run at uh, kalani racetrack uh it's we are three of other we are one of three other cover bands so there's like a whole biker toy run thing that they do and we playing there that's on the 28th at Kilani. there's that there's that um i'm gonna be doing a show with the white guys at a place called dust and dynamite the night oh before. i know dust and dynamite yeah i haven't been there so i'm gonna come to that well it's just gonna be the three of us because uh, so? steve will probably be on his way to miami because he has to go to some design expo or something like that. Oh, wow. So it's going to be the three of us. So we're not going to be three more white guys that night. We're going to be called uh, Welcome to Penguin. So, we, and we're just going to pretty Jam. much, we're pretty much going to do what we did at the end of the show that I told you about, where we were just like playing whatever song and we would work it out and play it. I think that's what so, we're going to do. Awesome. And it's a tiny little place. It's like half the size of this room. What? Well, you know, half the width of it and it's still a bit longer. Jeez. It's a tiny place. And there's no, le- there's no electric lights. All the lights are candles and everything is wood. So, yeah. Wow. I'm dude, waiting awesome. for the day for that place to hey, burn man, the fuck down. Can you please keep me posted? Because, I mean, yeah. I would like to be part of some of the shit. Maybe what we can do is also we can film some of the stuff. Mm. And, and we can put it up and, you know, we can blog it out or vlog it out or whatever yeah. you call it i know and i'm also doing a cafe rue on the 28th so i've got three things happening they're not big they're not massive stuff but i've got three and including the show i just played that's like <laughs> four shows in a year yeah five yeah. if i count the other cafe rue so it's five shows in a year last year i think i only played one yeah yeah 
So just by looking at that, and it's all happening now. So there must be tons. Didn't you say that uh, Half Price is playing somewhere? The Half, pla- uh, half Price played this, this weekend. They, they played. played at Unclass. So okay. it's good to see them back and and, and Do you jamming. know how that went? I, I, I was going to message Carl for today's episode, but then... Um, because he was the one that posted behind, from behind his drum kit. Oh, cool. And I was going to message him, but like, it was super short notice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's so cool to see this happening. And I, it's put a fire in, in my belly. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to jamming. I've got a jam on Wednesday. So do you, but we're not going to get into that. Um, we're going to, yeah, I'm, I'm jam- I got Nathan sending me song ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is going to be so far out of my comfort zone. So I'm looking forward to just breaking some new barriers in my musical journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, I've never done proper vocals before. You know, yeah, you're going to be do- vocal- yeah, I'm going to be, be doing, doing some vocals. But I mean, we n- no one's going to hear anything until I'm 100 percent satisfied. But yeah, you know what? You know what? I I was joking around, and I'm also half serious when I joke around that I want to start two bands, where the one is we play, we improvise a musical score to sports games at sports bars. So like, wow. if there's a rugby game, we're playing on the side, we're playing to the match. You know? Oh my word! <laughs> you know, like we I have mean, like, like you can't even. I mean, how's how do you manage that in real time? Yeah, but you just like if, if something's happening, you just like build up, build up, build up, oh, and wow. then it's like okay, that could be play like that. And then the other one, I wanted to start a band where we only do sound checks to get people into a venue, and then we leave. What so you just like bust yeah, we out set up, we play like sound check, get everything fucking perfect. People walk around and go like, "Hey, what's what? What?" And they go like, "Yeah, no, no, we're just doing sound check because that's what we do." Oh, and yeah. then they come inside, they chill, and then like it's like, "Is that cool? Cool, just pack up and leave." It's just, <laughs> just it's just like you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, I've had someone say to me that was an awesome show, and I said that was just sound check. <laughs> hey, there we go. That's exactly why. Yeah. That's exactly why. Yeah, that's happened they, to me. Because they always hang out just for the, the sound yeah, check. Yeah, and yeah. then when you when you want to play, they got they know yeah, where yeah. to be seen. Hey man, I'm hoping to see some sort of development in terms of venues in in Cape Town here. Like yeah. I mean, I, it seems as Joburg's on fire. They've got Sonar and a couple of other places there. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm I'm really looking forward to I mean, because the there's music, There's places like Cafe Rue and all those other places where guys like Matthew Mole and Kiff yeah, that's and, like their specialist and all those thing. Yeah. guys can play. You know, Majorzi, mm. um, Jeremy Loops. I mean, the the list could go on. Carstens, the list could go on. Um, but where's but all the Atlantic it, Souths going to play? Exactly, you know? and and the Ill Systems and the um, Fallen Prophets and half Face in the Gallows and Red Helen and Half Price. Um, where you know, are they going to play? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you, know, you can't always go to I mean, Stellenbosch. I want to see a Crossfire Collision gig. I want to see a Verona Walls gig. <laughs> I want to see a uh, Dream Demon gig. I want to see a Trias Burning gig. I want to see... Uh, Sounds like what you want is a festival. I, I want to see them all. But I want to see everybody coming out of the woodworks and actually doing stuff. I want to see an Alpha Sequence or Hollow Hook or whatever they were called. Um, uh, I want to see 
Megalodon. Dude, how sick would we see Dane playing uh, yeah. drums and, and, and the boys? Yeah, because I don't think he's been doing any challenging stuff yeah. with his recent projects. So everybody, if anyone is listening to, to this from those areas or, or those bands, I mean, I could go on. The list can go on. I wonder if we should um, set up like something like a... Peasant is a band that you need to look at. Always doing shit. Cape Tonian. Um, uh, who's, who else is Cape... Uh, the Dukes of Note. They're always doing shit. Um, yeah. What I was going to say is that maybe we should set up a Papa, G house, Papa G's house gig guide. Yeah, we can do that. But I don't want to take... Uh, I want to... There's certain dudes who do that like already like pat and made of oh, africa yeah. let's leave that for him yeah to do because he's very good at that furry that muff I, yeah i don't want to i don't want to encroach on anybody's uh vibe plus i really enjoy the way this vibe has turned out with you and me just I, talking like shit. i reckon what we do if, and we, if we were going to do that we just put on like an excel sheet with like add like a, like a editing rights for everyone and just add your gigs in the excel sheet so we can read it off live yeah we can we can do <laughs> so that just chuck it in there yeah Go. we can do that if i mean listen if that's what so we might we might get some porn in there though yeah but you figure out that that's fine dane I'm, i've got my eyes on you bro <laughs> well first of all you need some sort of media accounts for you to get the inbox here we go <laughs> <laughs> so follow art at nowhere linkedin at no at art pereira on fucking uh youtube that's the only place you can find him yeah because all your videos are there and actually do go give that a sub mm. to be honest with you because you got some good shit up there um you know remember episode nine i talked about the way you slammed mtn and Jeez, yeah that man. was awesome dude that yeah. was so sick. And also, we're like halfway through the podcast and I have not mentioned your fucking sneakers tonight. Yeah, I was wondering because these are the white ones I was yeah. telling you about. Yeah, I'm loving them. How cool are they, They're dude? sick, dude. I really dig them. They're like, you. that takes me back to like... Big ass fucking tongue. Early 90s That's what they basketball are. shoes. That's what these are. These yeah. are, like I said, these are... Um, not they were the Jordans not, before Jordan got hold of them, yeah, basically. But these aren't reissues unfortunately because they're not exactly the same it's like similar in style to the old er mm. 280s and 290s or yeah, 320s yeah. or whatever so this is more of like a fashion sneaker yeah but it's the vibe of it and i yeah i i dig them they're super comfy and props for keeping them still pretty fresh i told you bro i wear these things rare yeah, try yeah, to keep yeah. them as white as possible. Yeah. Never been cleaned, and I've that's had them for said. two years. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what we said offline. I mean, off air um, last week. We were like, "Yeah, I'm, I like to see uh, you busting out all your best sneaks for the show." <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, I love Plus, these you know, guys. they're not going to get dirty in, in this environment, so no. it's all good. So you must wear them. Yeah, um, I love I'm going to start. I'll start, I'll wear my Jordan ones next week. How's that? I'll do that. My, Looking I've only to worn it. them once ever, and I've had them for like four months. Well, we are looking for sneaker sponsors because uh, uh, we're trying to make them stretch. Are so yes, <laughs> okay. we are. We are. As of now, we are looking for sneaker sponsors because we're okay. trying to make our own stretch. Yeah. So, uh, Cons, Nike, Adidas, <laughs> hit us up. Yeah. Well, geez, we got to get a few more subscribers and uh, a few more likes. And they videos. don't need to know that. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, on that note, hit a subscribe if you're new. Thank you for for sticking around if you have this long. Um, and uh, check us out at Gareth PGH. We will. We're working on art. We're working on it. It's t a very slow process. Um, 
I'm trying as hard as my, I can. Because you know? <laughs> I even said to him last week, um, dude, Instagram is just pictures. You, I mean, you don't even need to put a caption. Caption. You can just like do a little hashtag. But you don't need to like rant your hashtag. So, you know, like I, hashtag I, hashtag hate. hate. <laughs> so, follow Art at GarethPGH for now. If you guys want to hit us up or anything, uh, I haven't checked the the Gmail address in forever. Um, I've uh, I've been chatting to a couple of people. We've got some cool interviews coming. We're just trying to figure out what the yeah. hell we're we doing uh, in terms of how the formats for the virtual interviews are going to go. Obviously, if they're available, they can come in studio, but uh, that's not always possible. So, you know, be patient with us. But I fucking love just chilling, talking shit, dude. Um, but yeah, so do all the above. Thanks for subscribing. Hit that notification bell and uh, we'll be back. I don't even know what we were talking about. We're going to do a sports update next. Sports update. Let's go. Yay, sports. There's so much sport happening at the moment. I love it. One thing I want to just point out first is the absolute cr the crowds. In every sports game, there are crowds at every game. Like um, the rugby, man. Jeez. Dude. How amazing was that? It was incredible. But before I want to mention that is is speaking of sports, and I don't know if you've uh, been following this on YouTube or anything like that. Um, in America, they've got the this very reputable, very uh, popular sports vlog podcast. It's like a network called Barstool Sports. No, I haven't seen that. No, okay. and um, check it out. So they were they were founded years and years ago, but they've come become heavyweights. And like the owner or the 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 founder mm -hmm. is yeah, put it there proudly because that's that was a great beer. Um, shout out, what's it? Killer Hop Main Giant, Mad Giant. Yeah. Um, it's it's a very successful thing, and the the guy who founded it, it's like he's worth like 118 million dollars now. Like he's, he's super rich. Stole and my idea, the bastard. And he's, dude, you must check out the network. It's impressive. Like that's kind of, you know, we can't fit everything into one little episode. So if we're going to do sports, maybe we should branch off and do a sports only <laughs> vibe. Well, like, we spoke I mean, about that. We spoke about yeah, that. Yeah. So, I mean, those are things that I, that I want to explore because obviously the more content, the better and people can choose what they want to watch. Yeah. I mean, uh, too many videos is, is never, never really an issue. Papa um, G's media. Well, I'll, no, but maybe <laughs> maybe that's when we can start PGH media. The, yeah, PGH. Yeah, we don't even have to have the puppet. PGH is fine. PGH yeah. podcast. Sick. Um, yeah, that's where I want to. And people don't know what that don't have to know what the PGH the diehards will. But uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so he's he's been. Uh, there's a big hit piece out on him. I say hit piece because that's what they claim it to be. Blah 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 being accused of rape oh no um because he's uh but 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 i but i don't don't want to start that on like the negative note because he came out and did a like emergency press conference you the first thing that your lawyers tell you to do is to shut up not say yeah. anything Keep he quiet. did an hour live stream and he presented every single bit of his evidence that he had debunking everything that was written in the article and he went timeline chronological order exhibit one to like 27 um you can paint whatever picture you want read the article 
look at the response. Look at the uh, amount of times you try to reach out to them to say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my time, but let's record a video and you can, um, you can use whatever you want. But as long as we have the raw files, so we know it's not edited, blah, blah, blah. But that's going a lot more deeper into it. They declined, essentially. Um, where you, it, it's kind of like where there's smoke, there's fire. But in America, is where there's smoke, there's fire. Because there's so much dissension there at the moment. It's, it's, it's a crazy place to be. Yeah, um, I know that there's been in the past few allegations that proved to be false um, and recorded to be false and caught out to be false. So you you can't, I mean, well, if the allegations doesn't mean it's happened. But exactly. evidence says everything. So he yeah. <clears throat> went and he started now doing DMs. He obviously took the, he uh, blurred the, but cancel culture is a real thing. But yeah. but. Anyway, so that's not that's what a, I want to talk about. That's a different podcast. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but go. Um, all I want any listener go check it out. Check the timeline and go check it out. It's super interesting. Mm. Um, I know obviously people got hurt and or they allege they got hurt or whatever the case may be. Super interesting case. Good one to follow. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, that that took three minutes of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but go check it out it's seriously yeah, interesting dude, or just go read the articles it was an article written by the business insider he came out on twitter did a whole bunch of other stuff um, we're talking about powerful people and powerful people and it's just really interesting to see his approach because lawyers 90 percent of the 99.9 of the time will tell you no, don't do anything stupid yeah, and I'm he's gone and done up. a full live yeah. stream blah 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 but super interesting you make up your mind you make up your mind you make up your mind simple yeah um anyway so there's a lot we could talk about let's talk about the rugby bro yeah we talk about the rugby first south africa overcoming um wales and scotland wales and scotland well i didn't watch the wales game because i I was at the wedding i saw the wales game and it was from what I remember, and listen, I'm not the biggest rugby guy, but it felt like it could go either way, and it felt like it was in Wales' favor going towards the end. And then when we scored that try that ended up being like uh, um, turned down, was we were in the lead and then we weren't, and then we just managed to score a try at the end there and then secured the match. And it was very exciting at that point because obviously it's like, yeah, what's happening? But like throughout the whole game, it's like, there wasn't a clear winner, but yeah. it felt like Wales would have taken it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I that mean, was exciting for me because like, I, I, I like it watching a game, even the game that I don't follow, when it's tense and you don't know the result. That makes it interesting yeah. no matter what sport it is. Totally. So it was, a co- it was a cool game. Yeah, I mean, I can't comment on that game. I didn't see it. I was, you know, and for me, live sport, I got to watch it live. If it's live, I just check, Correct, check yeah. the highlights or yeah. the write-ups or whatever. Um so I didn't watch that. All I all I saw was the France Dan interview, which was hilarious. I didn't He's see like, that. Well, I've never lost you. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, you know, they're like, oh, France, you haven't won yet in so many years. He's like, well, I have never lost you. And I thought that was great. Um, yeah, it, look, those teams are strong. Those teams are strong, especially at home. Yeah. Um, so, but Scotland be- are they normally quite strong because yeah. they did put up a bit of a, a fight no, in the beginning they, they there. No, they're no joke, dude. 
those no. teams and they are because you know think about think about this a lot of our players will go or think let's take percy montgomery for instance jeez i haven't heard that name in a while yeah but this is where the trend yeah. started so yeah. basically what happened is that he was playing springboks he was playing for province he then got contracted overseas yeah. he came back from overseas a different player yeah and he was a machine and he went and yeah. won a world cup with yeah. that experience Th that's what's happening now with these um players that are getting contracted overseas there's their level of rugby is so so slick um yeah because even scotland's match they looked like they were putting up a good fight and they scored two really you can never count really really good out. tries really nice tries yeah was you can never tries, count actually. any of them out i mean think about it yeah. I mean, the bloody wings called dian van Heerfer, but you know geez that one dude in scotland is built like a brick yeah, Brick yeah, shit yeah. Was it he looks like a fucking the, building. Did he have the long hair? No, yeah, he, he had the long tank. He was like thick neck. Yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. thick. He was the prop. He looked like he was, yeah, he was all huge. bone. We were, we were <laughs> commenting about him. Um, Jeez, that guy was huge. It was a good win. Yeah. A win's a win. Yeah, it was a good day. win. But like Scotland, I think they did well. Yeah, very, very physical. Yeah. Very, very physical. I thought they did well. Yeah, but But for me, the game that happened next overshadowed that game. The Irish game against the New Zealanders. I oh, saw the first. Word. I saw the first like fifteen minutes of it, but I don't know what happened. So what happened? It, it, it was it was a phenomenal performance. Uh, they just because you know New Zealand only needs one chance to do anything, yeah. and they just turn the tides like that. Yeah, and Ireland stuck on. There were a few hairy moments. They were on the try line. New Zealand were on the try line. Then it was a penalty and. Oh, it was just one of the most action-packed games of rugby I've ever, ever watched. We wow. weren't even supposed to watch the game. We started watching the first couple of minutes. Then there was the James Low try. And we were like, holy shit, we need to watch this whole game. This is going to be fireworks right the way through. And we were right. Wow. It was incredible. One of the best games of rugby I've ever, I've ever checked. So did, who won? Ireland. Ireland won. Ireland won, dude. Yeah, wow. it was incredible. And it was... I didn't see that coming. Uh, it was... Uh, Sexton's 101st game. So he went and beat, I don't know, who did Ireland beat last week? Must have been Australia, uh, was England and Australia. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't, don't ask me. And then there was the Australia-England game. I don't know what happened after that because that's when I started going gallivanting. Yeah. But that Irish-New Zealand game was unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, as Hugh Bladen would say, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. But, this yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. South Africa, on the front foot. <laughs> <laughs> you sound just like him, dude. <laughs> That's amazing. But uh, yeah, dude. I was actually in a lift with him once. Is it? Yeah. Because like uh, uh, it was Good many... day, Art. My name is Hugh. Nice to meet you. Yeah, like a robot voice. <laughs> it, was, it was years and years ago. A, a buddy of mine had season tickets at uh, uh, Newlands and it was a, a Super 14 match or something. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was the Hurricanes versus the Stormers, I believe. It was a red team from New Zealand, is all I know. And uh, we were in the lift going to our seats, and he was there. And um, the guy did the fucking drop kick to win the 95 World Cup. Charles Stransky. Stransky was in the lift as well. Uh. So, like, I'm... I'm s standing next to Ryle, and Stransky was here, and then that that commentators over there i keep forgetting his name 
And then like Ryle's just doing this. He's bumping my elbow. <laughs> and I'm like, what button? He looks and I check. He's like, yeah, it's royalty. Bro. Yeah. And we were like high-fiving and then he's watching us and give, and like, yeah. he's like, you know, it's like laughing. And we check him and then some dude has to go like, oh, you think the Stormers is going to win with the free, with the dropkick, eh? Yeah. key. And he's like, yeah. oh, he just God. is like, yeah, yeah, I laughed, but <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, always I mean, one those, tonsil. Those dudes find that stuff like super cringe. I can imagine. Ah, oh, it was super cringy, dude. That it's guy thought he was so a funny. fucking comedian, but it, it was so cool because he was in the lift with us, and he saw us like high five because Stransky was like standing next to me, and That's he was hilarious. just like looking and smiling. It was awesome. It was That's the same hilarious. thing when I saw Brian McMillan in uh, at at college. He was working with Minolta. Yes, was, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And they were talking about Big the Mac. laser printer that we had in college, and he's in there. And then a friend of mine, we saw him, and was like, and then we're just like looking at him like this. And then he, he just looks at the window, and we're like waving. Yeah. And then he gives like he gives like a little bit of a thumbs up. And then we're like fucking high fiving and jumping up yeah, and down. Yeah. And he's like in this meeting, and he's like trying not to laugh. <laughs> so That's so weird. I mean, like I wouldn't I wouldn't do that now, but I would have many many moons ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I yeah I, I had those reactions a couple, couple of times when I met Jonah Lomu, dude. You met Jonah Lomu? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Well, I mean, didn't really meet May him, he but it rest was like in a peace, absolutely. But you know, that's another thing that 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 we were talking about on Saturday. We were just talking about the '95 World Cup because um, my mate saw James Dalton, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, it was weird to see him," and he was just like normal, blah blah blah, just chilling on his phone and i was like dude it's amazing because chris was so became like a huge um like a almost like a cult following because he was he james dalton was the number one mm. and then chris Rousseau came in and he was unbelievable for the mm. rest of the world cup and i i always think like what if james dalton didn't get sent off and get suspended from the world cup how that would have all worked out because lineouts are one of the Springboks' strongest weapons. You know, they're set piece, scrums and lineouts. So I always I often think what what happened what would have happened if Canada and South Africa brawl didn't happen. We may not have won the World Cup. Yeah, may not have the Conspiracy been. Theory <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. you could say that about so many things, yeah. but yeah, I mean interesting no, stuff. For sure. Um but then again um yeah that's it for the rugby for me like i've got nothing else to say but that the the level of rugby has really picked up again and i'm stoked yeah i mean uh, uh, just from the few games that i watched i think it's looking good although i think that we did underplay against scotland a bit i think it should have been a bit more of a cakewalk but that's just from my experience of what scotland used to be like i don't know how strong they are now Mm -hmm. these days so you know, I'm just talking out my anus. For sure. But, uh, For sure. I, I thought it would have been a lot easier, but they held up against South Africa yeah. the first half quite well, I thought. Yeah. But the big story, the big story. Dude, I've got nothing to say against it. He was... I just want to say the big story is 20 grid place penalty, made it up to fifth position in 24 laps from last to win the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. You may not like him. He was, you may not like his team. He deserved it. He was in a league of his own, and we are talking about Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I'm not a Lewis Hamilton fan, 
but you cannot not respect what he did. No, dude. Um, <clears throat> when when he passed Verstappen, I was like, I'm not mad about this. Yeah. And I was like, good for you. Yeah. I was like, you know, he got five place grid penalty because of the engine. because, And that's why he was so fast because there's only three more races. So now they're like, let's murder this engine. Yeah. So they're basically 110%. pushing all the performers out of that engine as much as they can. But he kept that car on track. He was perfect Neat. from first practice till the last lap of the, of the main race. The entire time. He Some was of the, the sexiest overtakes I've ever seen. The one of Lando Norris. He was, dude, I mean, I mean, it, it helps that he has a faster car. But even if he did it, even if his car was as fast as Verstappen, I think he would have done the exact same job. That He was untouchable. Unbelievable. And he made I'm up not mad about places. it. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. He deserved it, 100%. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm also not a Hamilton fan. I'm very happy that he won this race. Because that fucking, that penalty that he got for being disqualified the from DRS the gap pole, was too big. Yeah. What the hell? It was uh, 0.02 of a millimeter. It's still too big. Yeah. but And, and in those circumstances, that size can make a difference. Yeah. But the th my thing is like, why did they only like notice him? I'm pretty sure everyone else has got that, that tolerance. 0.2 of a millimeter is, is less than a hair length. Yeah. And it, Point not two of them, but it makes a big difference when you're talking downforce. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they should have checked everyone's yeah. car, and then that bullshit fucking fine that's, that Verstappen that's, got. That's the next thing that I was gonna say is that, you know, you meet ridiculous with ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but under park firm, firm, park firm, whatever um, conditions. What I don't, I, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> There's a great video of how much, how many, how much money would Vettel have lost with those Park Ferme rules. It was just a video yeah. of him touching everyone's yeah, yeah, car exactly. and he didn't get they touched. They call him Seb the Inspector. Yeah, Seb the Inspector. Yeah, yeah. Um, That was hilarious. Yeah, dude. Why know, now? How funny is it? But then, um, so he gets a 50,000 euro yeah. um, fine for touching the rear wing. Yeah. He pointed out the issue. He saw it. He was there. He, was, he, yeah. he could see. He touched the rear wing, gets fined 50,000 euro, then they come out on Instagram and they show you all the clips of Seb yeah, doing touching, exactly that. Yeah. Just checking things out, looking in the cockpit. He was even grabbing yeah, the yeah. front wing and wobbled it. But I mean, then they the followed hell? up with a video of, at the end of the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, Seb over radio. Yes. In his Aston Martin, he goes, I'm going to go touch his rear wing. <laughs> and the engineer goes, don't you dare. Yeah. And he goes, yes, very expensive. Yeah, and then he says, like, <laughs> I'm gonna maybe touch I'll the touch the front wing. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, it might only be 25000 <laughs> Oh, dude, that was so awesome. So awesome. Yeah, but dude, I mean, geez. Uh, Verstappen drove out his out of his pants to hold him As back. Well, that that. But Bottas wasn't very happy. He thought he needed a one-stop. Yeah, but, but Bot I don't know. I don't Bottas, I, I think Bottas is, is not a... He's he an doesn't Alfa Romero look, already. Yeah, but he also... He is a very instinctual driver, but he doesn't necessarily know what the team mm. is mm. seeing with everything on sure. there. They've got all the stats. He doesn't. He can only see mm. what he's got. Mm. So when a driver says, I think we should have kept on these tires, it's like, well, do you really? Anyways. But um, yeah, Verstappen drove out of his pants, but that pass where they both went off track, 
I I'm on the fence of whether um, Verstappen actually drove him off because they both broke that turn four incident. Yeah, the first one where they both went off. I think they broke weight. They hit the brakes way too late, and you could check that he like there was no point that I could see, but there was no real good camera angle either that he. They didn't went. show. He they did, didn't show the vid footage from his cockpit, though. No. Do you <laughs> think they did cock. that on purpose? Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> but like from what I can see from the the, the his, his action of his car, is that he was trying to keep him on the outside, mm. but then he was breaking late, and he wasn't at any point where he was pushing to the right. He was either straight or turning left because yeah. it was understeer. They were on the dirty side, so I don't know. I think he was breaking as late as possible. And keeping as far right as possible to prevent him being passed because that's an easy pass. I mean, everyone did it. So did you I, watch? Don't, I don't know if it's if it was legit. Well, this uh, let's put it into uh, perspective. It looked grievous, uh, gr- uh, egregious, egregious. Um, now, did you watch the post press conference? Like when they were when being they interviewed, interviewed both of them together? No. Yeah. Like were you talking? Lewis about? was so humble about it. Yeah. I think. Because he won. Yes. Obviously, course. if he had lost, there would yes, have been yes. an issue. That's what I like about Max. So Lewis said, I didn't think much about it at the time. Obviously, remember over the radio, he gave that sarcastic comment. Of yeah, course not. Of course not, yeah. Um, but at the end of the race, obviously, because he had won, he played it down and was like, it was just hard racing. I didn't think anything of it. We didn't touch wheel to wheel. So it, that's good. And then Max came back and he said, also, hard racing. Yeah. Simple as that to, to double down on what they're saying. So it seems as though, and he, and even Lewis said that that it's championship racing. Yeah. It's like you you, you don't yeah. want to take that away because it, say now you disqualify the yeah. one guy and you give it away. It's yeah. like the and worst it's based on a technicality. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were, he was preventing him from passing him and he was trying to pass him. 100%. 100%. Love the vibe and... Mm. We've got three races to go. Qatar next, dude. I'm so excited. Uh, I, I've got a sneaking suspicion. Lewis is going to take in the last three. Yeah. Lewis is going to be championship. Although, he was pushing that thing fucking hard. He might have issues in the last race. So, the only hope that Verstappen's got is that, because uh, Qatar's quite fast, is that he stays second. Yeah. And then see what he can do in the last two races. If he wins, that's GOAT status. Greatest of all time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Eight championships. One of the best title runs ever, <sighs> including his one with Kimi, including his one with Felipe Massa. And I was thinking now that um, they both they both had DNFs this year, but Verstappen had one more DNF than Hamilton did. Because he got taken out in in, yes. in uh, Silverstone. And no, you got taken out by Hamilton in Silverstone. Yeah, but Hamilton still finished. Yes, yes. And then they both got taken out. So, Verstappen has had two DNFs to Hamilton's one DNF. And he's still fighting for the championship. So, I, I think um, even if Verstappen finishes second, this has been his best season. He's, yeah, this has been sure. his... He has been driver of the season for me. For sure. I mean, he's won more races. He's won more, more races. He's finished. He's had one more DNF than him, than Hamilton has, and they are both gunning for the thing. Mm. Even if Verstappen finishes, he's driver of the season. But uh, it will be overshadowed by the first eight-time 
Formula One yeah. world champion. But I do think I I I don't I honestly don't think Verstappen's going to win it. Ooh. And I don't think he's going to win the That's, season. That that is a bold prediction. But I'd look, rather be wrong than I'd rather be wrong than proven the other way then yeah sure sure absolutely yeah. i'm not going to make a prediction now because there are three races to go i'll make a prediction after this weekend after yeah. the, after qatar because hey it's a fast track eh? yeah it's a fast track yeah hard breaking yeah long i mean just max just by playing the fucking game the corners yeah just by playing the game there is a couple of corners where you slam the anchors and if you and when i'm playing I have to hit the brakes just before the actual point where you break because I will always go off. And those guys are millimeter to the fucking point. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's one where there's a fucking right turn and in front of you is a wall. So, and that's after a long straight where they're gunning it like 320. So, (laughs) anything can happen, but it's, Hamilton has not made any, any like uh, driver errors. He's been faultless. And this weekend he was... I think Insane. this. I think this weekend was probably Hamilton's best weekend that I've ever seen him race. Sure, absolutely. Even though he had like a brand new engine that was hundred, but still he fucking held it together. Bring on Qatar! Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Fun. So just a couple of things I wanted to um, catch you up on because yes. I mean I know at first you were you were quite high on getting used to and getting um, familiar uh, with the UFC guys. Um, two fights that you need to watch. UFC. <laughs> two two fights that you need to watch just back. Yes. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Okay. And Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. Okay. And that, that back to back. Recently. They were a week after each other. Okay. Max Holloway and Yair was this weekend. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Okay. Last weekend, the whole card was unbelievable. Well, let's actually say they, they almost broke a record. They tied the record. They were the, the most finishes in a card. Well, equaled the most finishes in a card that they've ever had. Wow. So that was an exciting night, but I'm not going to go through everything. There was some crazy knockouts, crazy submissions. Wow. But the main takeaways is Max Holloway is an absolute G. Yair Rodriguez after two years not fighting is an absolute G. Justin Gaethje is alien. And Michael Chandler wants CTE faster than you can say Jack Robinson because he just walked forward with his hands down and just got clipped left, right, and center. You need to watch that. Fight okay. of the millennium type shit. I will watch um, it. Not going to comment on, on much more than that other than I found I saw a crazy post uh, recently. Kamaru Usman, who's had 50, he's undefeated in the UFC, 15 fights, no losses. He's defended his title five or six times. Then you've got Hamza Chemaev, who's had four fights in the UFC, but they created so much hype about him, he has now surpassed Kamara Usman in f- social media following. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's a big thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy to no, think. No, it's um, a big part of it. They they trash talk on Instagram. They trash talk on Twitter. Yeah. To think that Hamza Chimaev has only been around for four fights. He's got 2.8 million followers on Instagram. And, and Kamara Usman, Usman, who's been in the UFC for years, had has been undefeated. He's uh, he's on his way to being goat status. He's defended his title like five times, and he's got less followers. It's crazy. Personalities, eh? Yeah. Personalities is what gets you. Uh, Isn't but that obviously it, talent yeah. as well. Let's not get mistaken. Well, dude, mistaken. I mean, like, like, uh, say, like, I don't know how I would put this, but you have the people that have been following forever. 
but then you always have the 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 market open that they want to get new people in and it's those personalities that will bring the people in so if that guy's social media following is increasing and shows that he's becoming popular that just means that more yeah. people are watching that means it's, it's just the sports also, is going to get bigger that's cool I think it's also if also he's Russian Chechnyan so there's a lot more people Russians in that area. are huge into that shit yeah man. yeah so yeah anyway just a very interesting fact but this has been a long episode so it's time for Outrageous this is Outrageous Damn, I hate it. All right. So this week's outrageous, I'm going to choose car 33. Car 33. Okay. Get your glasses on, old man. (laughs) Okay. How does this phone work again? Okay. Here we go. Car. Have you got an iPhone now, dude? I've always had an iPhone. You're bougie as fuck. iPhone for life. Honestly, uh, I've had Windows phone. Even more reason for you to have Instagram in immaculate stories. I've had <laughs> I've had Windows Mobile, I've had Android, and I've had iPhone, and I'm not, I'm not going away from iPhone. I hate Android. Anyways, okay, number thirty-three. Yes, driving hard in residential areas pops and crackles. It's that's those, so funny you say that because you've driven hard in my area. Yeah, only only when Lexus. I say cheers. Only when I say you go, cheers. So, but you're contradicting yourself. No, nah, but there's these guys that only... I mean, that's because I'm trying to but annoy you. But you don't do have pops and crackles. You just got that heavy... V- yeah, yeah. I, but like, I only do that to annoy you. <laughs> but the thing that what happens is that these guys in GTIs, that they've they've dropped it on like BC coil, BC racing coilovers, and they've removed their fucking cats, and they've rewired everything to have like their pops and crackles, and then... They're going on Second Avenue. You know, Second Avenue is basically just like speed bump city. Yeah. And pothole city. And yeah. you just hear <laughs> bump. Bump. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then they go up and down like they go up and down Rosmead Avenue and you just hear <laughs> at like four fucking in the morning. Dude, car cars have uh come a long way <laughs> dude I, I used when i when i was at the office i didn't go to the office Fuck anymore but i had a lot guys in like souped up nissan centers and shit like that oh man it the, the, those were the days when all they did was just take the muffler drag yeah and drag now it's like this pops and crackles thing is is for some reason super popular and now car companies like mercedes-benz like the a45s their hatchbacks the amg ones they put that as an option that you can like select in sport mode that it just opens up stuff and it makes pops and crackles mm. because these fucking cunts they're into that shit and then like you just accelerate and then like on the on the fucking rev down you just yeah there's all these it sounds like the world's biggest bot like Did we jar just drop- of popcorn that you've ever fucking had and they do it for no reason because they're speed bumps and then like they go like you know what would be a great ah, so you know what dude you know it'd be a great idea let's go drag racing at four in the morning outside of a fucking re- like a retirement house area. the m5 they do it here all the time all the fucking time and when i was at in kirstenhoff i could hear them in the middle of the suburb and they like 
fucking miles away. So you can imagine how loud their cars yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, dude. I know this chick that works with me. She lives... Sound um, travels as well. Yeah, she lives in... Uh, uh, but did we just drop the first C-bomb on the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Might we did. just beep that up. <laughs> uh, she stays right by uh, uh, Kenilworth, the race course, right on the M5. Like right yeah. there. And they are up there every night. I hear night. the pops and crackles from here, bro. Dude, I can't freaking stand it. It's like just that setting is... I don't know why car companies put that in as a setting because it's obnoxious. But the thing is, I get why they do it because it's hilarious when you're driving and the car does that. It's hilarious. Do you know what I always think? What? Oh, that's another wooden cross on the highway. That's if it was a motorbike. No, no, no. Most of the accidents and the wooden crosses along the M5 oh, yeah, are it's because of those guys. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. Because there's heavy banks and trees. Yeah. And so then if they you lose they... control, you're going down a bank, you're hitting a tree. Do you remember that video? It was it was uh, all over the internet like a couple years ago of this dude on the M5. Out, like on the, he was on the N1 past Century City. He was, he was in the BMW M5. No, no, no. Do you know and he was going like 360 And the car popped and over the other side. No, his tire blew and then he went like this. He clipped another car and fucking rolled and Do stuff. Do you know whose video footage that was? Whose? Alex Williamson. Bullshit. It was his dash cam. Bullshit. That really? was his dash cam. The car hit him. Wow. Yeah. It was the... And the other guy, the guy who passed away, he was actually an actor. Yes. Yeah. And he flew over the flew barricades... Over. And rolled on the other st- on incoming traffic. Yeah, that was Alex's. Was uh, that his dash cam? His dash cam. Jeez, I remember that one. I Crazy. was talking about a different one, but jeez, I remember that one. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree it, with it's, you. It's I, but that's the thing. It's like these guys that that drag race by themselves between speed bumps on Second Avenue. Fuck off, <laughs> and then and then the pops and crackles i mean every sports car now there's a sport mode which opens up all the valves and exhaust which makes that sound it does nothing for performance it just makes the noises Mm. and i hate it i fucking can't stand it yeah for sure i agree with you i agree with you i don't i mean listen i like the pops and crackles i love the dsg engine on volkswagen's I and stuff like that I yeah had, i, I, I a like DSG. a dsg it gives you that that airflow that that pop and crackle that gear change the they that was the the change in gearboxes it was the was the instead of going yeah but i'll tell you now from, i had i had a car with a dsg and after 25 28 000 k's i had to get the clutch replaced uh my cousin he was a second-hand car dealer for um honda and uh, they would give less than trade-in value for vws with dsgs and audis with dsgs because those clutches are Don't shit put your butt on the camera those, <laughs> those clutches are absolutely shocking they are really quick but they wear out so fast i mean like i had it i had to get i sent into vw five times before they agreed to change the clutch and it was and then when they did it, it was on thirty-five thousand k's sure yeah, so I'm not. I mean, they are amazing when they're quick, but I would not buy one. If 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 I wanted a car that I didn't want to worry, I wouldn't buy that. I would either get yeah. a manual or a torque converter. That's another thing. A salesperson said to my dad the other day. He was selling a Sirocco, mm-hmm. and uh, the woman said to him, oh, "How many k's is your car got?" And he was like, "So and so," and she's like, "Well, how's the gearbox?" Mm. And I was like, that's a weird question to yep. ask. Anyway, there we're going go. very long tonight. So that's fine. That's dude, I completely agree with you with the um with the uh pops, the and, pops crackles. and crackles. 
I hear it and I'm far away. I'm not no, dude. close. Yeah. And I hear, I hear it. it. Well. Sound travels obviously with the wind and whatnot. So um yeah. I got Sons you on bitches. that one. So bitches. Gonna have to update number thirty-three, yeah? Gonna yep. delete it and we'll start it with a new one. But that's been a great episode, dude. <laughs> it was uh, it was our first solo one in a while, eh? In a long time. Okay, Fuck yeah, dude. It was good. It was good. It was good. So um on that note, everybody, thanks for tuning in if you stayed this long um down the episode. Please subscribe to Papa G's house. Um hit us up at Gareth pgh on uh instagram as my cat just takes over here but it's been a great episode i can't wait to be back again next week we're gonna have a nice guest and uh <laughs> <gross my laughs> um from myself and arthur carlos diego Pereira the third my trusty co-host this is papa jesus episode 104 till then we say peace This is how we do